Welcome to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. This podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where I talk all about life struggles, the breakups, the makeups, business aspirations, and I am always having new guests on to discuss it all. Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because, girl, we gotta talk. girl we gotta talk today is the final episode of the year of 2020 you guys we made it to the end of the year congratulations um today it's just a solo episode it's just me and um we are gonna cover some of the biggest stories of 2020 um biggest pop culture stories that is and I'm going to do kind of just like a year reflection, um, talk about some of the things that I've learned this year, the things I've done, um, just kind of a quick little recap, the end of the year recap. But as far as the biggest stories of 2020, okay, you guys sent in actually a lot of stories and I had already had, (laughs) I'd already made up a big list. I just wanted to know like in your opinion, what do you think the biggest story was? In 2020 fashion, way too much happened. So much happened. Um, Unexpected things have happened. Exciting things, sad things, all of the above. So to name all of the biggest stories of 2020 is just impossible. So I'm just going to name like five or so because we would be here all day if I named all of the biggest stories because there are just too many. So let's jump into those and then we will get into like the personal reflection stuff kind of at the end. So as far as the biggest stories of 2020, a lot of you guys had sent in the same one actually, which happened at the beginning of the year, which was the passing of Kobe and Gigi Bryant um, in the helicopter crash. So that was like February, I believe. And I feel like honestly, that was like the beginning of the end. Um, I feel like after that, everything this year just went downhill. Like, this year was just a dumpster fire. So, yeah, a lot of you guys had sent that in, and I honestly, like, forgot that that was even this year. That feels, like, so long ago, but with this one, this was a story that happened this year where I will never forget that day because it was something, like, so surreal and so tragic and shocking. Like, I remember where I was. I was, not very exciting, but I was sitting on the couch next to my boyfriend, and we were watching TV, and just, like, on our phones, and he was about to go play, like, um, like a rec charity basketball game or something like that. Ironically enough, a basketball game, but we were sitting on the couch, just, like, chilling out for a little bit. It was, like, a Sunday. Yeah, we both saw it on social media, and he freaked out and I was like, that's not true. This can't be true because people say crazy shit online all the time. And I mean, to to say someone has died is drastic, but like people are crazy. People will do that. But then we started seeing like TMZ and all the news outlets 
reporting on this and it was like live updates as it was happening we were freaking out like this is inc- like this is insane like how is this happening we thought the whole family was in there at once like and that the whole family had passed away and then we were just getting different we were getting different information like every couple of minutes and different stories were coming from different news outlets so it was like very confusing but ultimately we know that like him and his daughter Gigi and their friends were like on the way to one of their travel basketball games and it was super foggy out and the pilot probably shouldn't have been taking them to begin with because of the conditions um, and they ended up crashing the helicopter which is absolutely devastating. I think about the Bryant family a lot um, just because like Vanessa just had a baby and that baby will never know her dad and never know her sister. So it breaks my heart that they lost a sister and their dad in the same tragedy um, and their friends. So my heart goes out to all of the victims and their families. Like I can't even imagine the pain that they're going through. Actually something I've learned this, not learned this year, but like have definitely thought more about is the fact when someone loses a family member, a friend, whoever, somebody important to them in their life, like you see this like overwhelming sense of like support from people. You see their friends and their family come together and like support that person that's like going through it. But you only really see that for like a couple weeks, maybe. And then it kind of goes away and like that person is still like it's not like their pain goes away. I just think about them all the time because it's like she's waking up the wife Vanessa's waking up every day without her husband and like stuff like that just like tears me apart. I just feel so sad for them. So just a reminder if you know anybody that is that has lost somebody in their life and you reached out and you were like I'm thinking about you like thoughts and prayers and you like comment the Facebook post and you feel good about that why don't you like check in on them now like if it's been a couple weeks check on them now months years whatever it is because you don't know what other people are going through and people are really good at obviously hiding that um they're not going to post on social media all the time that they're upset that so-and-so has passed away like they're going to keep that internalized so I think it's as a friend or family member whoever you are to this person like I think it's your responsibility to like really check on them and make sure they're okay um and I think that's something that I've really thought so much about this year is like we just need to check on our friends check on your family because everybody has struggles in their life that they don't talk about that you may not know about so just check on them see how they're doing Um, and be like that friend that they need and be that support all the time not just when you think you should I don't know that was a random little tangent but anyways okay another big story was and this kind of happened in 2019 but we kind of saw the end of it this year which was Lori Laughlin and the Massimo court case with like Olivia Jade and her sister and stuff that whole scandal hopefully you guys already know what that is because it was like a huge freaking story. (laughs) Um, But basically, if you watched Full House or you know of Full House, Aunt Becky, um, Lori Laughlin played Aunt Becky on there. And then Mossimo is like the clothes designer. Um, If you shop at Target, like the Mossimo brand, that's him. Um, 
they had put their kids in college, but they had paid for it. And it was a huge scandal. Many other families did this. They, they were just like the ones being charged like with the most money and also the biggest names. So we saw them the most and they both did their time. I think Massimo may still be there or is about to go or something. Um, but Lori Laughlin just got out and she was out in less than two months. So if that tells you anything. But I did want to kind of touch on this because Olivia Jade was just on the Red Table Talk, which if you watch it, it is um, Jade Pickett-Smith, who is basically the host, and then like her sister, her mom, and her daughter are always on it, and they host um, celebrities on there, and they have like real conversation, like very deep conversation about like whatever topic it may be, and it's like a safe space. It's actually really interesting concept because it's not like your typical like news interview or like whatever you typically would see it's like raw it's real it's I don't know I just really I find it super interesting so Olivia Jade went on and she kind of you know owned it I think she really owned her shit and this was like the first time that we've heard from her because like she couldn't say anything during the trial um And so, she was able to, like, speak her truth and apologize and just explain the whole situation. And she, to me, seemed like she really grew from this. I think she knew she made a mistake and she's learned and she's educated herself on why that was. Because she even said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she even said, like, when it all happened... I was so confused why people were upset with me. I didn't know what I was doing was wrong. And that's, like, embarrassing now. So, like, she's definitely, like, done the work. She's really educated herself. I think she really, like, realized the privilege that she had. Um, To think that you didn't do anything wrong in that kind of situation is beyond beyond me. But, um, yeah. So, she went on there and I I appreciated everything she was saying. I actually did a poll on my Instagram and asked you guys how you guys felt and it was kind of 50-50. A lot of you guys were just like, yeah, well, like she still did what she did and the other half was like, you know what, like I'm glad she came on here and apologized. I think she's really grown from this. So it was, it's a 50-50 and it's your opinion, however you, you feel about it. But ultimately, like I think she has grown from it and she really knows that she messed up and like she really went through it like her family has been torn apart I mean it was their fault so I'm not like blaming anyone else but them but she went through a tough time and I think she's gonna be pretty successful I'm actually interested to see like what happens with this because brands are very particular about like when someone gets canceled them dropping that person so I don't know if they're gonna be very quick to pick her back up um But that also goes along with, I, with cancel culture, we've seen that a lot in the last couple of years, especially 2020. Um, Cancel culture, I hate it. I think cancel culture has got to go. Like, can we leave cancel culture in 2020? I think it's ridiculous. I think that if somebody makes a mistake, sure, we can cancel them. Um, (laughs) We can cancel them all we want. But I think if we give them time and if they educate themselves and they do what they need to do in order to realize, like, what they did was wrong and they try to come back, I think it's 
totally okay for us to accept them back. Like, I think it's ridiculous for people to not give these celebrities or whoever, like, a second chance because when has anyone held a mistake over your head for the rest of your life? Like, if you make a mistake, you learn from it, you grow from it, you apologize, and then you get to move on. You get your second chance. So, why are you different from anybody else? And I'm not, like, saying that anyone, you know, that was canceled, like, what they did was okay because they were, I mean, we don't cancel people for no reason. (laughs) Like, they must have been doing something that was, like, definitely not okay. I just think if they take the time to, like, better themselves because of it, that we owe it to them to, to come back and to, like, live their life again. I just don't think it's fair to, like, completely, like, alter their life, you know? That's not our that's not our problem. So anyways, another tangent. Dang, this is what happens when I just do things by myself because then I can just go on rants. But okay, so the next story, I had to sneak it in. Shit's Creek. If you have not watched Shit's Creek, it's on Netflix. After you listen to this episode, go watch Shit's Creek. It is the funniest show ever. Um, They're quick, like 30 minute episodes and there's six seasons it is hilarious. It's like one of those shows where like I would watch it and I would like chuckle to myself, which is so embarrassing, but like I did that. Um, and it was that funny. Like I don't just laugh to myself for no reason. That's weird. Um, but it was so good and they finally got the recognition that they deserved. They swept the Emmys this year. I thought it was awesome. They had just wrapped up their final season. So the fact that they got Emmys and like that recognition after the fact, I think was like such a good way to go out. Um, And I was just so happy for them. So it's Eugene and Dan Levy are the father and son duo. Um, They produced it and they also act in it. Like they're like the main characters, but that entire cast is so talented and so freaking funny. Like, oh my God, you guys have to watch it if you haven't already, but I just had to sneak that in there. Um... I mean, they're not listening, but, like, you guys just really made this year so much better. So, um, go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Or go re-watch it, honestly. Alright, the next story I wanted to talk about was Taylor Swift. And if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, that's totally fine. Um, I'm not, like, a diehard Taylor Swift fan. Well, maybe I am. I don't know. I'm not, like, a diehard. Like, I wouldn't call myself a Swifty, but, like, I love me some Taylor Swift, so... I'm like, I fall right under, like, the Swifties, I think. Anyways, at the beginning of the year, we got Miss Americana, which was, like, a documentary about her and just, like, basically her life and the struggles that she's gone through with, like, the media and um, politics and, like, her management and all of it. And it's crazy. You have to watch it. It's such a good watch. Um, and I feel like you really get a good perspective about, like, who she is and, like, why she went into hiding and all of it. It's a it's craziness, but she gave us that. We loved it. Then she comes out with Folklore. Oh my gosh, it is the album that we didn't know we needed. Folklore is an incredible album. Like, Taylor really did it with this one. I feel like Taylor Swift is one of those people that, like, you really get in a generation, like, once in a generation. She's so talented. She, I don't know how she does it. It's, like, what she writes, like, if you really, like, look into, like, her lyrics and her writing, it's insane how she comes up with this stuff. It's so beautifully written. It's just so creative, all of it. 
So she gave us folklore and we were like so happy. And then she did it again and she gave us the sister album, which is Evermore. So if you haven't heard Evermore yet or folklore, honestly, you need to listen to them. Even if you're not like a diehard Taylor Swift fan, I think like you just owe it to yourself to listen. Incredible. Definitely go listen. I just, that's like, she did so much for us this year. Literally while like all of us were doing like the Chloe Ting challenge and like bleaching our sweatsuits like taylor swift was writing two entire albums like what what so another really big story was um well and this one feels like it was three years ago it feels so long ago but megan and harry leaving the royal family yeah i think that was 2020 that's crazy um the megxit if you will so megan and harry decided to leave the royal family which is like no small task that is a huge thing like that is unheard of never done like craziness they decided to leave I think uh Meghan Markle I don't know I don't understand like why she doesn't get the respect that she deserves like Meghan is such an intelligent like kind-hearted sweet genuine human yet nobody acts like th- she is like she goes into the royal family and she gets all this crap um and like told like all these nasty things about her and the tabloids like her family all of it like she just I felt so bad for her um and so for her to you know decide to leave was huge um and you know what she did it for her family and she did it for her well-being and I commend her for that because that is no easy task, like, unheard of. I just, it's insane. So, she and Harry and her kid Archie are living their best life right now. Um, I mean, I kind of feel bad for William and Kate, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's 2020. You got to do what is best for you. And for Megan, it was getting the hell out of that family. So she did that. And I think she is happy with her decision. Um, I think they're going to be just as successful and happy um, as anybody. And sorry, Queen, she's out. All right. So another semi big story of 2020. And this one is like, maybe it is, maybe it's not. But the Kardashians announced that they are no longer going to be airing Keeping Up With The Kardashians and that the last season will air in 2021. So it is officially the end of an era or so we thought because then they later put out they are going to be on Hulu. So I'm not sure if this is Hulu deciding to run their reruns. I don't know if this is like a continuation of Keeping Up or this is like a spinoff or what it is, but we thought we lost them. But you know what? The new thing is streaming services. And at the end of the day, E! News got them for very, very cheap 10 years ago when they first came out. And I think ultimately they, they just could not afford the Kardashians anymore. And that's not even like an opinion. That's just straight facts. Like the Kardashians are worth way more than what E! News had got them for originally. So I think it was just like end of the contract and they didn't want to renew. Um, but we may see them on Hulu. I have no idea. Um, I'm just like ready to fast forward and see like how all their kids grow up. Like I'm so interested to, 
see like what Mason and Penelope and like North and Sane, all of them like do when they grow up and dream, which is Rob and Black China's um, daughter. I would just love to see what happens next. And like if Kendall has kids anytime soon, um, I want to see like how they live their life, but I guess we'll just have to wait. Um, but yeah, I just want to throw that in because that's like a pop culture-y <laughs> story. There are just way too many to put in this episode. So I'll just leave it at that and we'll jump into my personal reflection of the year. So all in all, even though this year was like such a dumpster fire, I really took this year to like focus on myself. And I know I touched on this in like earlier episodes this year, but I finally, yeah, like, I finally, like, focused on myself. I did what made me happy, and I mean, I had all of this downtime. Like, we were in lockdown, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make use of this lockdown, and I had a blast up to a certain point, because then I was, like, I had cabin fever. I wanted to get, like, the hell out of my house, but um, I really took this year to, like, do what I love to do and I found like working out and being active is something that really makes me happy and um it's like so good for my mental health like if I do anything active that day like I'm just a happier human being um and it's something that like I've found I've I look forward to doing instead of something that I view as a chore like I really enjoy working out and it's something like I've discovered about myself and I'm so glad that I did um another thing that happened this year was like I watched way too much tv but it was fun and I could because I had like nowhere to go and I watched incredible tv shows incredible movies this year um the old Elena would be like what are you doing like I used to literally never see movies I would go like a whole year and maybe see one movie that's it and I have seen incredible movies I used to like give you guys like movie recommendations at the beginning of this lockdown because I was like watching so much tv but it was so nice and I was like you know what I'm just gonna like really thrive because this is fun for me um And another thing I learned this year was just to, like, really appreciate the people that I have in my life. I think being secluded so long and isolated and, like, us all having to stay home for so long was, like, really getting to me. But my friends and my family have, like, really gotten me through it. And I've just appreciated the people that I do have in my life. And I've realized the people that aren't in my life like there's a reason for that and it's okay because honestly like at the end of the day it's about like quality over quantity because I used to be someone that was like always in these big friend groups and nothing wrong with that but I was always in these big friend groups and have all these friends and like think that like that was like the epitome of like my happiness I was like having all these friends is like why I'm happy but at the end of the day it's the friends in the group that were the reason I was happy it's like those genuine people that like love and support you and that are there for you like no matter what you're going through and that reach out to you that um show you like what a good friend is about I don't know I just realized like as I'm getting older like who exactly is important to me in my life and who isn't and I don't know just something to like 
think about um, like moving forward in life, like what kind of friends I want in my life. Because um, I mean, we all go through it, like middle school and high school, you like try and find your people. And then college, I feel like a lot of people find their their solid crew in college and like you really go through life with these people for four years and I don't know it's just a part of life is finding those people that you like want to be friends with for the rest of your life and I feel like right now I have a solid group of friends and I am excited for the friends that I'll make in the future but I I know now like what I'm looking for so that's just something that I've gained this year is like knowing what's important to me, if that makes sense. So, (laughs) but one thing that I have loved doing this year is this podcast. And I just want to thank you guys listening right now so much for supporting me and supporting this podcast and listening every week, um, giving your feedback and like giving me reviews and just everything. It's been such a blast and honestly this podcast is one of the biggest reasons I got through this year because I had this outlet. I had something to look forward to. I have met like the most incredible people. Like the guests that I was able to bring on this year, I'm like so happy I one had them on, but two like got to meet them and talk to them and like get to know Um, and so that's been super fun for me to be able to do and like share it with you guys and uh, next year is going to be just as good, maybe hopefully better. Um, I'm really excited about, um, some guests that are going to be coming on in the next couple of episodes. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, so much more to come with this podcast and I just want to thank you guys again for just being so supportive and listening every week and sharing it. Um, you guys are the best. Um, and yeah, it's just been nice. I'm like so passionate about, (laughs) I'm so passionate about pop culture, but like I really am and like celebrity gossip and entertainment news, all of it, like, and just lifestyle stuff and being able to like open up on a podcast is such a bizarre thing, but like also so liberating and I've loved like the wine night episodes and that's allowed me to like really do that, like open up and talk about real life shit. So yeah, I'm just grateful and thank you guys so, so much. Um, Girl, we got to talk. We'll be back in 2021. So stay tuned for new episodes. I'm not going anywhere. This is just the last episode of 2020. So that is all for today's episode. Here's to 2021 being way better than this past year was and just positive vibes, happiness, joy, friends and family and yeah, I just hope we have a great year. So here's to that. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and now Twitter. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. (music) 